Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. The Opinion Line on Quartz 96 FM. But Vic, it wasn't so much that sound that triggered you this morning. It was it was this one. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely frightening. You were coming in. Yesterday morning. Yeah. And what happened to you? So I parked my car in the usual the usual spot and uh, I was walking along Wellington Road and um, I walked under a couple of trees and I could hear a couple of young birds on and saw a couple of young birds on the ground. Mm. Now, I had washed my hair yesterday morning, so it was wet, so I don't know if this had anything to do with mm. it. But as I walked under the tree, a crow attacked my head. Dug its claws into my head. What? Made contact with you, like? Made, sat on my head, dug, dug its claws into my head and squawked really, really loudly. And I actually had to brush the crow off my head with my hand. And they're big. They are massive. And I couldn't actually believe that it had happened. And as soon as I came in here, I was telling everybody. And you were all kind of looking at me saying, hang on a second, you just got attacked by a crow. And then Casey got some video footage of the same crow yeah. about two hours later, dive bombing people in the same spot but across the road. Yeah. One of the scariest things that has ever happened to me. Yeah, it's it's kind of what we call it. It's almost like it's spying it, yeah. from a perch. Yeah. And when anyone walks under that particular tree, down it comes. That's what it happened. doesn't make contact with everybody. Would it make contact with you? It landed on my head, dug its claws in and squawked really, really loudly and I had to push it off with my hand. Right. And I could not believe it. I actually ran into the road from the shock of it. And you'd seen the birds? Little, I just heard them. Just as I, walk, just as I walked under a couple of trees, I just heard those really young sort of cheeps that you hear from yeah. small birds. Yeah. And then I saw there was two or three that were actually kind of on the road, next to the curb on the road, right. looking up at me and they were kind of cheeping. And that it was then that the crow landed on my head. Wow. And again, from where it, Casey took the video, you yeah. it's, it's very clear to see that this beast is watching. Oh, it's dive bombing people's heads. <laughs> but it actually got a hold of me because, you see, I was on the other side of the road. Yeah. Obviously, I don't know. We had a chat about it yesterday. Maybe there was a nest in the tree. I don't know what's going on, but... Well, well let's let's talk to a man who probably will know. Yeah. Jim Wilson of Birdwatch Ireland. Jim, good to talk to you again. The, the, the dive bombing, you can see it in the, yeah. in the video. Watching yeah, yeah. From, what's going on here? Well, it's very simple. It's paternal instinct uh, and maternal instinct of an adult bird, uh, the parent of those chicks. And 
it may be because they're first-time breeders. It's actually called a hooded crow, which is one of the bigger, not as big as a raven, but a little bit bigger than a rook. Mm. Uh, and basically, it, it sees everything that passes, that moves as a threat to its chicks. Now, right. the, the chicks may have left the nest slightly early. They may have been spooked. It's a, it's a gut reaction of chicks when they've when their feathers are nearly grown, that if there's danger in the nest, time to get out. And they mm. all, what we call it, they explode out of the nest in all directions, so at least some of them might survive. And then they're waiting to be fed by the parents. And if it was out in the countryside, you wouldn't know the difference because there wouldn't be contact with humans. But this one happens to be nesting in the middle of the city. Mm. And... Of course, when it lands, when the chicks land on the ground, they're not landing in a, in a near a hedge or you know long grass or that. They're on a concrete surface, probably, and you're walking along and you don't even notice the fact that you're getting between the parents and their children. And I'm sure any mother or father listening can relate to that. And it's the it's the same reaction. They, they've invested a lot of time and effort into raising them. And they're, they're, they're fearful that you're, you may damage them or harm them oh, or kill them. So, so, what so that's did, why they're reacting. What Vic did, Jim, was she broke the parents' line of sight <laughs> with the chick. Eggs that's got mad. Too, got, too, got too close. And the instinct of, of, of any animal, including humans, is to defend your young. And... No matter how, they're, they're amazing. Like, I mean, Vicky, I'm not suggesting, Vicky, you're, you're, you're an enormous person or a very, very <laughs> big person. But, but to a crow, you're a giant yeah. and you're a mammal and you may be looking for breakfast. And, you, and you're, the, 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 the crow's children may be on the menu. So yeah. it's going to do everything in its power to chase you off, yeah. to chase you off. And, and when they do that publicly and when they scream, they, they are basically trying to frighten you away. Now, as I say, it, you know, I, I think we shouldn't paint all of crows and creation as beasts, as I think PJ slipped out of his mouth there. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, I, I imagine they, if it's sitting on your head, Jim. You well, know, well, yeah, it's yeah, a lot less attractive than when it's across the yeah. field. Of course, of course, but we we don't call all humans beasts because one or two of us. <laughs> This is true. Do, do things that this we don't true. like. No. Okay, let's let's get a balance here. And, no, and they are beautiful the birds when they're away yes, exactly, from you. But the, exactly, but the individual, let's deal with the individual rather than paint the whole species. And, and mm. Alfred Hitch Hitchcock it was a singularly <laughs> more to damage the reputation yeah. of birds than anyone on the planet. <laughs> anyone on the planet. Because what you just played is pure fiction. But people have kind of taken it on board and and in some ways it's kind of got into the psyche mm. that you know mm. these things are to be uh, you know uh, to be feared and in fairness to Vicky yeah yeah I, I've, I've been attacked by birds when I got too close to their nest sometimes we're doing it when we're doing research and we have a license from the government to do that mm. and they will I've been whacked on the head you know uh, a number of times but only because I knew I was putting myself in 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 between no. These parents and their 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 their, their chicks, that, a, and that's basically what's happening there. I had a guy on the show a couple of years ago. I think he was Canadian. He was an expert yeah. in the behaviour of crows, and I never forget the conversation because yes. he said, "Like they are among the most intelligent creatures mm -hmm. in the bird family." Yeah, yeah. There. Well, I mean, let's be let's also be careful here. You're bringing up a lot of my pet subjects. Um, you you got to be careful how you define intelligence. 
Um, if aliens were studying all the creatures on Earth, I don't think human beings would come out as particularly uh, bright. Probably not. Uh, in general, <laughs> based based on gross observations such as war, you know, inequality, blah 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 blah. You know yourself. Mm. So I- I- intelligence, there. I I, ca- I I deal with them as parallel intel- intelligences rather than us being as a species relatively arrogant by suggesting we're the most intelligent and everything else is is lesser we are finding out more and more by the day for example a lot of birds and other animals their brains are actually constructed differently to ours Mm. so you can't make a direct comparison it's like comparing apples and oranges Mm. and they've just and relative to body side size their brain is plenty big for them to survive and let's remember as a species we're only on the planet uh, a wet week compared to for example crocodiles who are around with the dinosaurs and are still doing fine. I, I would not be putting bets that we might be around in, in 120 million years' time the way we're going, the way we're treating <laughs> yeah. the planet, the way we're, the way, the way we're polluting our... Imagine polluting your whole atmosphere. No matter what bird it is, no matter what animal it is, they do not, they know the need to protect the environment that supplies them with their yes. survival. Yeah. We, we've broken that. We have yeah. broken that big time. And, and getting back to your, to your the hooded crow... It is literally just doing what any other creature would have done, yeah. is protect their young. And, and it looks like they're attacking Vicky or the, or the other person. And there was a mention of the bird being a nut job in the video. <laughs> it's not a nut job. It's not a nut job. When it's explained, the bird... It makes is, sense. Was, it makes total sense. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you can fully understand and even empathize with the bird because it doesn't know that you're just passing by going yeah. to work. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, but it is frightening. I, I'm oh. not denying that for anything that happens. And that it's meant to frighten. I think the fact, the fact that it actually landed on your head. Uh, yes, well, that means you were so close. I must have my, been. Yeah, you see, my, it, what happens is they usually don't want to make physical contact. Seriously, last resort for any animal is getting the, 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 the chance of being injured. Because if you're injured, you can't find your food. You can't have your friends go to the supermarket and bring you back and cook you dinner. <laughs> you've got to find your own food. And if you get a broken leg or a broken wing or, or stretched muscles or whatever, you could die. It's, it's life and death. So the last thing any of these creatures want to do is attack. And that's like, you know, if you get stung by a beer wasp, often it's because you're either very near their home mm. or you sat in them or, yeah. or you put your hat on and one and it's going gee i need to get out of here fast so i'm going to start stinging like mad to get this thing away from me mm. you know so it's 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 it, you've got to take all that in the round when you're looking at them and i think what's 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 needed there is if the individual continues to be an, an issue well then deal with the individual because of its position and by yeah. the way those chicks will be gone in a week or two and that bird will stop attacking. Have you any idea, Jim, where, I mean, they're there on a pavement. Yeah. Like, where where are they likely to be going? Are they being let out of a nest or is the nest gone or what's going on? No, I'd say they've jumped, they're they're out, they probably have feathers, uh, but just still being fed. Many birds still feed their young up to two or three weeks after they leave the nest. We have a very kind of um, preschool, you know, junior infants idea of the nest being Mm. a little cup of sticks and it's the home of the bird. It's not. It's just a receptacle for eggs. And when everybody gets too big for it, just like human beings in the houses, but unfortunately we still have some young ones still (laughs) not leaving (laughs) the nest. But but they literally get out of it and they wait nearby uh, quietly 
until parents come back with food and the parents know where they are because when they come back the parents call the chicks respond they know where they are and they feed them and what's happening this time of year and I get loads of calls and so do lots of members of Birdwatch Ireland uh, we get loads of calls this time of year oh I found an abandoned uh, baby bird you know I'm going to bring it to the vet or they bring it to my door and, and they get a bit <laughs> shocked and surprised when I tell them bring it back to where you found it leave yeah. it there I mean, generally, when we interfere with nature, nature comes out bad out of it and we come out bad of it because we get upset. And it sounds cruel and cold hearted. But from 50 years of dealing with this sort of thing, if we take one step back and not take sides and, and let the birds do what they do. So in this case, if you find a bird like that, unless it's in the middle of a road or, you know, in danger of being squashed or is trapped from, you know, in, in a gutter or something. Mm. Just leave it where it is if you can. And if not, move it gently to somewhere very nearby. Don't mm. take it to the vet. Because a lot of vets don't have the, no, the wherewithal to, to, to deal with a tiny little bird with, with bones that are so fragile that they yeah. could break in an instant. And you probably will give it a long lingering death. Oh, uh, and you might feel happy. Because you did your best, but mm. th- it, it, you, you inadvertently did, the, did, did, yeah. did more damage than good than leaving nature to itself. Yeah. Anne has crows <laughs> flying, I don't know whether it's in the window or into the window. Oh, oh, oh no, we get, we get this every year too, uh, PJ. Uh, what's happening there is, uh, let's remember, all creatures operate under the personality bell curve. <laughs> They're no different to human beings. They're, most of us are kind of sane in the middle, and, and then there's some of us do odd things that are not normal. Uh, and, and, and every creature is exactly the same, but because we look at them and they're all, all identical to us, I think our brain has given some sort of idea that they're all perfect. You know what I mean? They're all, that there's a reason why they're all doing stuff like, you know, they're migrating or, you know, it's, it's this, that and the other. But sometimes you just get odd individuals <laughs> who do things we can't explain. Mm. And some, sometimes they're attacking windows because they've seen their reflection <laughs> and they think it's a, a bird coming into their territory. And so they start keeping attacking it. Of course, they don't know what a mirror is. Uh, some of them don't anyway. And every time they pass it and they look in, who's that? But they have, they have learned that a lot of birds actually recognize self which was something we thought was only belonged to human beings up to relatively recently and what set us apart. But now they've learned all sorts of creatures, if they put like a red dot on the forehead of the magpie, uh, when it looks in the mirror, it starts trying to get rid of the red dot, which means... It it recognises itself, yeah. That's a, it mightn't seem like much to listeners, but that is a huge, huge thing in, mm. in, in, in evolution Incredible. where you recognize self. And we were taught to be the only ones. Okay. But getting back again to the chicks and that, can I just take the opportunity uh, to sympathize with, Victor, with Vicky? Oh. Uh, it's not a pleasant experience at all. It is awful. I will fully agree with that. But also just to, just to remind listeners coming into the breeding season when a lot of other chicks will be coming out of mm. nests and falling out of nests. Mm. If at all possible, leave it alone. Maybe come back in 24 hours, have another look and see, see how it's doing. But taking it in is a massive responsibility with very, you know, usually very little chance of these little birds being hand-fed and surviving. There are cases where it works, but for one case that it works, there's hundreds mm. where it doesn't. Right. You know, it, it's tough. It's mm. tough, love. Uh, but listen, let's hope that crow, that hooded crow, will, will get its young ones out of there fast, which Hopefully. it probably will when it realises there's too many too many things coming by. They'll be wrecked from attacking people. Mm. Uh, and, and, and if they can be moved a little bit, fair enough. 
Yeah. And, and let's hope uh, let's hope you can start walking to work without being attacked by well, I did, supporters. Well, I did put an umbrella up this morning. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. That's perfect. That's perfect. Uh, but yes, yeah, so that's it, really. One, that, one last one, Jim, while you're there. The, yes, the, sure, my, sure. My, my perennial friends are back, the Starlings. They, <laughs> they get into attics? Yeah. Every, no, they well, they, thankfully they, they didn't nest in my attic this year. Good. But they're still Good. around. And, and yes. I mentioned it last week, the week before, and people said, oh, God, yes. are they back again? How long yeah. more before the Starlings actually bugger off and leave the place alone? Right, okay. Well, if, 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 they've, if the young have hatched out, if you can hear young ones making noise, uh, they'll be gone in within three weeks, mm. uh, at the most, about three weeks. Uh, and if they're just starting to nest, well, to build the nest takes a few days, lay the eggs, and then it's another couple of weeks incubation. So you're talking maybe two months uh, in total. <laughs> from start to finish but at this time of year yeah it's early enough for them to be you know they should be laying eggs we any of the nest boxes we have here at home uh, the, the birds are either starting to feed mm. young or they've been sitting on eggs so i would say within a month they should be all they gone. should be gone but you know that's a general that's being a, a general guess yeah. uh, at, at about a month and yeah. lastly coming back to Anne and the crow can yes. she stop yes. it flying in the window or flying at the window it's i mean it's really i mean i've i've had people we've tried everything really everything and uh, nothing seemed to work other than getting a license or talking to someone and trying to catch it and have it removed um i, I really don't have a fail safe Okay. Uh, you know, because this what happens is this time of year as well, the sun is at a certain angle in the sky. Mm. So it's casting reflections where it mightn't do it the rest of the year. And it's getting higher in the sky, all that sort of thing. And and maybe the rest of the year it doesn't cause a reflection because the sun isn't isn't creating it. So and a cloudy day then they may not. But they could also be uh, trying to catch spiders, but that that will be going up into the corners, nice. you know, where the spiders hang out uh, uh, under the faces and soffits and under the eaves. Uh, but it's more likely to be. <laughs> maybe a, they think. Maybe they think there's another fellow racing for the spider, yeah. and they have to get. Well, it that's formed. it. That, no, seriously, there is that too. Yeah, there's. You have to protect your territory because that's where you get your food. You don't go to the supermarket. You you defend an area to give you enough food for you and your family. Jim, that it's, sounds it's logical to everybody. Absolutely. It is completely <laughs> yeah. fascinating. Jim Wilson of Boardwatch Ireland. Vic, keep that umbrella for another couple I of will. days. I think you might need it. <laughs> Thanks, lads. Casey and Ross were talking about these crows <laughs> getting all sorts of strange sounds in from people. But that's what was happening. That's what is happening here on Wellington Road, where there are some chicks are there on the pavement or around the, the, the general side of the road area they've left the nest but that's where they are mother is still feeding them or dad is still feeding them one of the two and is they're watching from quite a distance away from a perch and Vic or anybody else walked into the line of sight between mammy and baby and you know the rest Joel where did this happen to you out in Blarney Golf Course was it? Exactly, PJ. They're there all the time. Like that lad was saying, that they're very clever. They certainly are very clever. What they, it, it goes on every week outside. Um, just around the night hole, they know there's food in the bags. And what they actually do is they drop down onto the bags and they open the zips. Go away. The bag. They can physically open the zip. And like everybody has a bar or a sandwich or something in their bag. And they actually take the sandwich or the bar from the bag. You're joking me. Absolutely. If this if the zip is too stiff to open, 
they actually grab it with their beak and drop to the ground, which opens the zip down, and then they'll jump back up in the bag and take the food or the, the pocket of the golf bag. A crow? Yeah. That's yeah. the most and incredible thing. Yeah, and for a long time, they were actually taking the golf balls off the, the middle of the fairways. <coughs> well, <laughs> we could hit the middle of the fairway. You know. and, flying, and flying off with them. So they have no fear at all of the golfer or anybody there, no? None whatsoever. Like, the most you would be away would be 10, maybe 14 feet from yeah. your bag. And they'll just, the minute you turn your back and you walk up onto the tee box, they're down on top of the bag and they're in the pockets trying to take whatever's inside there. <laughs> Sandwiches or treats? <laughs> bars, bars or sandwiches or whatever you have in the bag, it's gone. <laughs> you know it's just incredible like there was one lad one morning told me he had stopped and they're not cheap these energy bars yeah. he stopped in the garage on the way out right you know he paid five quid nearly for the two bars yeah and he was only about six holes into, into his morning and your man came down and took the two bars out of the bag and was gone with him <laughs> <laughs> one, one must ask how's he going to get the wrapper off <laughs> oh, they, they, they just peak they just tear it asunder. They just tear it asunder. That's the weirdest thing. Or they'll eat a banana. They'll take a banana from the bag and they'll actually peel the banana. No, stop it now. As true as God is my judge. They will actually peel back the skin off the banana. They'll peck at it until they can get through it and then they'll peel the skin and they'll eat the actual banana. <laughs> they'll eat it. Oh, I'm sorry, Joe. That's the maddest thing. So they'll okay. They'll rob your energy bar. They'll rob your sandwich. They'll rob your banana, and they'll peel your banana. Okay, yeah, I'm gone. <laughs> you know, you see him. You see him. Maybe fifty, sixty yards away, and they're picking at the paper to open the paper so that they can get out the contents of whatever's inside us. I've never heard the like of that. Oh, frightening to watch him. It's just incredible to see it happening. You know. <laughs> Anyone ever take pictures or video or anything? I don't know anybody ever get a video of the crows, but there's a little fox get, not getting off or something. There's a fox outside there though, at the moment, um, and I'd say she's only after having cubs. Right. But she'll actually, she'll actually come up onto the sea box. The lads, a couple of the lads have given her a sandwich or whatever. Yeah. And she'll actually come up onto the tea box. She passed us last. Saturday morning on the 18 tea box with a mouse in her mouth and she was obviously heading back to wherever the cubs were. Isn't it and amazing though, Joe, to see Incredible. That. Incredible. She actually walked right up onto the tea box around the back of us. Like I'm talking about four feet, three feet from us. Right. Walked around the back of us and she was heading back to wherever her den was to feed, obviously, the cubs. It's amazing. And she's so used to the people being around and all yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. There is... Quite a few people, particularly there, if you want, like, suburban areas, they'd have a fox would come to the garden. Yes. And they'd feed the fox. My own wife, actually, when she walked in London years ago, there was a fox in her garden. Wow. You know, and that was in London. That's amazing. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. You know, so... These guys, I'd say they'll be around. They'll be around a lot longer after we're gone, PJ. Well, isn't that what what Jim was saying? You know, we, we're on a par, or we're on a course to extinguish ourselves, or yeah. make ourselves extinct. But the birds will come through. Like the birds, I remember this. The birds are the last relatives of the dinosaurs. Did you know there that? You go. Yeah, they, they reckon that if, if there was 
a wipeout on the planet tomorrow morning. Cockroaches, yes. rats, uh, and birds. Cockroaches, would, rats, and birds. You're exactly right. Cockroaches in particular. Thank, thankfully, we don't get... Well, we do, but not many of them here. Mm. Not as many as... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Even, even though they're harmless, they're nasty old devils. That's a, that joy you've given us a laugh this morning. So, there are... Cro- Thanks, Joe. Crows at Blarney Golf Club who steal sandwiches, protein bars, and bananas. And not only that, but they actually peel the banana. That I've... Uh, you know what? I, I would accuse him of making it up, but I know he's not. <laughs> and then this fox that they saw the other morning heading back to her den with a mouse in her gob, presumably to feed her babies. It's lovely, isn't it? That's that's really nice. That's a nice story. Uh, do you, have you? Can you beat that story of crows? St- <laughs> A crow that stole two protein bars out of a golf bag or a banana out of a golf bag and peeled a banana. There's got to be some great stories out there. It's open to you. 083 396 0818 96 96 96. Bunch of stuff there. A guy I work with, Des, was walking up Gerald Griffin Street one night, heading out. He got swooped on by crows, thought he was getting in, jumped, and he crouched down. <laughs> Have a good day. Thanks, says Diane. Corks 96 FM.